Hey, Crap Pod. I'm Jenna. And this week, uh, Danica's out of town. And also, it's her birthday today. So happy birthday, Danica. Uh, we love you so much. And I miss you. Please come back. But, you know, last week we were off because apparently, I don't know, there was a football game or some shit. <laughs> and now we're back for our third week of Clayton Eckerd's season of The Bachelor. And so we have to be back to podcasting, even though we've been podcasting for roughly 2000 years. Um, this week, I'm excited for uh, the guests I invited on. I've been wanting to have her on for a little while. I want to like just get into the concept of making Bachelor memes with somebody who's just as like prolific at it as I am. I don't know why I said it like that. I'm such a fucking, <laughs> I'm so full of myself. Okay. Anyway, please welcome to the guest, <laughs> to the podcast, Ariana. Hey, Jenna. Oh my God. Thank you for the lovely intro. <laughs> oh, well, I also, I totally fucked it up because I was like, Ariana, and then I'm like, wait, from what? Oh my God. You're from Bachelor <laughs> Reality. <laughs> yes that's right I was like yeah yeah sure like uh, just Ariana that's fine <laughs> I have Ariana Grande on the podcast <laughs> JK JK <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ariana she has a meme page it's called bachelor reality and if you're not following in I'm not sure what you're doing you've been around for a while we'll get into a little bit of that but I'm just I love your page and I'm just I'm happy you're here thank you for being here I'm so glad we could make this happen. Like, I remember you reached out a while ago and it was like, hey, do you want to come to the pod and this and that? I'm so happy. Like, we're finally making this happen. <laughs> I feel we have so much to dish about already. And it's like, you were saying when we, before we started recording too, just like, it's so nice to have this community of people, you know? Exactly. We have our little, you know, like talk sesh. I know we've been like, um, I'll have our drinks out now. So cheers, cheers. before it all goes downhill, probably. <laughs> but so much to talk and gossip recap about looking forward to this so much. Yeah. Oh, my God. OK, so I guess we'll start real quick. When did you start watching The Bachelor or Bachelorette? When did you start? Um, yeah, so I started with Colton season. Um, oh he who must not be named. Exactly. Yeah. And the fact that I the fact that I stuck around after that, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Um, but yeah, like the basic like gist of it was that I usually love starting the year with watching a reality TV show. And I remember back in that time, I think like America's Next Top Model just got canceled. Mm. So I was like, hmm, should I give The Bachelor a go? And I think at that time I was like between Bachelor and Survivor and then, you know, coin toss, Bachelor. Yeah. And here we are a few years later, you know? Wow. I And yeah, like why was that season like the one that really kind of, or how you could like watch that season and still want to watch it? I can see that. Like it was definitely really dramatic, you know? And like- It was peak entertainment. Uh, like, yeah. If you think about it, like the fence jump and all yeah. of that, like I yeah. got like super attached to like a lot of the contestants for uh-huh. like no reason. We had like, you know, a- star players like Demi yes, yes. Um, Demi was hilarious yes. uh, I mean like Hannah B Hannah B's mm-hmm. and then you know mm-hmm. Kaylin like who I like love to follow like for her content so they were all just like you know Tasha, like, yeah, yeah Heather honestly I've said that before that, that season was full of just like all-star cast like for sure Mm-hmm. I mean, and how could how could I forget about Tasha? Oh my god, like she's one of my she's my favorite Bachelorette. Like maybe Michelle is up there now, but yes. I, I cannot choose. But yeah, again, Tasha top great. notch, top tier. 
And I, I even like found myself literally the other day just randomly because I'm sure this happens to you. Just like think about random bachelor moments. And I was thinking about Tasha's like fantasy suite, like, and when he went back to break up with her because like whole thing was happening and he had to break up with her and Hannah G. And I don't know why I was just thinking about that moment because I wasn't even like thinking about Clay or Colton. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so it's the other way around. Fuck me. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it was such a good. I mean, she was so poised during that and like. You know, she'd had that fantasy suit with him and then he came back to like break up with her. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. But yeah, I was shocked by that finale. I was like, so there was no engagement. Like right. what is what even is a fantasy suite? Why are people like hyping this part so much? Like I don't understand. Because it was such an, a typical season. And yeah. then I was like, yeah. that's what that's what reeled me in for the next season was mm-hmm. like, okay, now I want to see how it actually works. Mm-hmm. And that also did not work out either. So right. I was like, okay. But Hannah B's season was definitely more traditional, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course. Actual happened. like two proposals, one guy getting turned down, yeah. the other one having a secret girlfriend, you know, like <laughs> typical things. Very traditional, yes. Yes, classic. Um, <laughs> so good. So when did you then start your page? Oh, good question. That was that BIP season from that uh, year. Yeah. So like this not this recent one but just like most the before season the six. covid yeah uh-huh which again dumpster fire and it was mm-hmm. well, the whole like blake stagecoach mm-hmm. um love pentagon was happening so <laughs> it was a very good season to start off with tea you know the tea side of the page mm-hmm. 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 yeah there was a lot of gossip happening for sure and then you just kind of like i find it interesting because i when i started making the memes for the podcast page it kind of started all at once and I was like I'm gonna start this podcast and then I'm gonna just like memes to like advertise it and I've been consuming some bachelor memes but you know that was like Becca's season and like bachelor memes existed for sure but I feel like bachelor twitter was probably more like prevalent back then people just make like Mm -hmm. bachelor you know jokes on twitter but like the instagram version of it was there but like not necessarily as popular as it is now and as like you know successful or as like busy as it is and I found pretty quickly that I just really felt like comfortable in that space making jokes using the images from the show and then also just like other images and the show really lands itself to I think you know making memes out of it exactly Um, I find that that was the case for you absolutely I'm like those type of people who love being part of an inside joke and Mm -hmm. I feel that's what the bachelor is on twitter and when yeah. I was like watching going back again to Colton's like first couple of episodes that everyone was like, these are my final four. And I was like, how do you know that already? Like, what are you thinking? I'm like, where, where's this third eye that I have to develop this, you know, keenness to the show. And that's kind of like something, some patterns that you start seeing mm-hmm. once you start watching more and more seasons and start getting like a formula to it. But then you also start seeing a lot of tropes that you kind of like know you like they will be like huge hits in terms of like jokes and meme wise mm-hmm. and what you're saying about Instagram it is so true because I mean I I was like I'm like a marketing major that's what like mm-hmm. I st- studied in college and I was like in college when I created my meme page back then uh-huh. so what I was seeing like on Instagram was that a bunch of the accounts that were there it was just a bunch of like reposting mm-hmm. memes that they were mm-hmm. getting from Twitter mm-hmm. and then kind of like that open space where like people weren't positioning themselves enough was original content and just like what if you just make stuff and hopefully it's good enough stuff that you cannot really like find anywhere else Mm -hmm. uh otherwise you're gonna see like 
a handful of Instagram accounts just reposting the same, you know, like five, 10, 20 tweets, and then just another account posting stuff that you haven't seen anywhere else. So kind of that was like the whole original goal, um, you know, like in the very early phases of, of creating that Instagram. Right. And you've really been consistent on that. And you, you do share things like from Twitter and stuff and like, and so do I, like, I think that's mm-hmm. key to do occasionally because sometimes you just find something that's really funny and you're like, exactly. I mean, like what's not to share, <laughs> but I really love original content meme, you know, especially in bachelor world. And it has become harder because now more people are Absolutely. doing it, uh-huh. you know? And then you have people like, um, what's his fucking face. And I, I have actually no problems with him. Um, Brett, you know, I, I like the man, but anyway, he, I'm like absolutely certain he was getting early screeners because like, he was like being able to pop these memes off like right away, you know? I'm like, how is he so quick? And also like props to him because again, like also if you make really good memes, whatever tweets or yeah. whatnot, people are going to want to share what's funny, what's yeah. good. And I think he is seen all across the board. Like, I think he is literally adored by Twitter, just like everyone, like yeah. always reposting, you know, like best in class type of right. um, tweets from him. So it's insane how fast, like he thinks and comes up with these things. And that's why I think he gets a screener. But again, that doesn't even make it <laughs> bad. That does not make it bad. I'm just saying, if I had a screener, I would have- <laughs> I'd, be, I'd have them all on draft and being like setting myself constant reminders okay publish 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 you know (laughs) because like that's the thing is I was making so many back in the day and then now I don't make as many because I've just gotten like tired but another thing that has kind of happened is a lot of really great people have started to do that so I make I'm obsessed with not trying to step like to to make the same joke I really don't want to and I did in the earlier like I feel like I made you know back three years ago you look at some of those memes they're probably like repeats or whatever but not intentionally but like it's like the easy joke or whatever but right. I'll, I'll, I go and I look and your account is one of the accounts I go to always. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> did reality make a meme about this already? No. Okay. Maybe it's probably fine. Cause I feel like, you know, right. you, cause you get it and you're like very funny. So I, uh, yeah, I just, it's become slightly harder for me. I don't know if maybe, maybe I'm just kind of lazy, but <laughs> By the way, no, no, I was dying, but the amount of, um, shrimp memes that you were making, <laughs> It was like just rewatching now, and it was like, oh my god, this has like such good potential. Like just like the shrimp gate, by the way, like has like okay. such like funny ring to it. But yeah, I mean, it is very difficult to do something a hundred percent original. Like there's obviously a little bit of overlap with anything else that right. people are gonna be doing. I mean, I just shared a tweet, me like referencing for like the twentieth time, Joseph's daughter. I mean, but, I mean, so like that joke though. is never going to die. It's just like. So, so funny. So, you know, there's, there's that balance between like keeping it basic and then trying to like, you know, like break your brain and to try to find something like completely new. Is that this is like something you went to college for, so you're getting it. And I love that you started a TikTok and your TikTok is amazing. Everyone go follow her TikTok. It's under the same name and you've, you know, you don't just make memes. You're also sleuthing. You're also like finding out things. <laughs> My favorite, of course, is when you called out Craig for, I mean, Greg, I call him Craig, but um, for not really crying <laughs> or like he was probably crying, but you like caught that he wasn't in a different part of the scene. And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that was like one of the most nerve wracking TikToks that I've put out there because mm-hmm. I don't think I had like talked or shown my face much mm-hmm. on TikTok. 
uh, to begin with. And that, that's actually the first one that I ended up reposting on Instagram showing my face for the first time. So I was like, ah, face reveal <laughs> slash bag, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, like looking at that, I was like, I have to say something about this, you know? Like you're not gonna let my girl Katie, you know, like drown on this boat. Um, so yeah, I'm taking all of you guys down with me. Uh, I love that shit. That's, that's what we're out here yeah. for, <laughs> just dragging people. Um, so... Let's get into some of the, some recent gossip that's happening, and then we'll get into recapping this episode. Um, Raven and Adam had their baby. Congrats to them. It's a cute baby. <laughs> Wait, I haven't seen photos of them. I was just following um, Adam's Instagram, like, minute by minute, sort being like, baby, God, check this on the way. Raven has been, like, taken to the hospital. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where's the child? <laughs> Show them to me. Show me to, yeah, the baby's cute. Um, I'm just like kind of still lolling at the name of it all. You know, the first name is Gates <laughs> and that's her maiden name. Now, of course I was uh, rightly educated online that that is like a tradition for a lot of like Southern families and other, other areas. Um, but I just like, I, but I, you go to Adam's page and Adam's like, the name, you know, we saw we saw Gates randomly in a baby book and we just liked it. It also happened to honor. And I was like, what's the truth, buddy? <laughs> Did you just find the name randomly? Like, what are you talking about? That's her meaning name. You don't find that name randomly. Exactly. If anything, it's been around your household for quite a while now. <laughs> I get that. For some reason, it makes me laugh. Hmm. Um, but speaking of babies, uh, Jen Savo? Is that how you say her name? I just refer to her as like Jen Sab. Yeah, she <laughs> is pregnant. Uh, just announced it with a boyfriend that no one knows. Um, and I'm just, I, I only really wanted to mention it because it's not Nick Fial. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and my thought on that is that Nick is probably seeding a little bit because he desperately wants a baby. Mm-hmm. And you know he was with her for briefly on a on a VIP, and then now she is pregnant, mm-hmm. and he still is without child. But I guess he is with child because he is dating a very young woman. That's what I was gonna say. It's like I don't know when that baby is coming, but it's not like this year. I don't. At least I don't think so. It's like <laughs> I think it's gonna be a while till we see a little vile child. <laughs> Do you like him? A vile child. <laughs> right there. <laughs> oh my god do you like nick um he's kind of like hit or miss for me like yeah. sometimes it's uh ask nick he kind of has like a lot of things you know that, that mm-hmm. are like very redeemable you can take a lot from there uh his podcast usually if it's like circling out on reddit and there's like long lengthy recap i'll be like okay like if it sounds like something that is interesting I'll give it a listen uh otherwise yeah I think I sometimes do his bachelor recaps but other than that yeah I, I mean I didn't even watch his season so that's True. the only thing I can like base myself off of wow yeah that what a wild life you live to not have gone through the torture of three Nick seasons four Nick right seasons. <laughs> wow you must be such a yeah, happy I was person like, 
I was like, when I first got into this whole like bachelor franchise world, I was like, who is this man? And why is he always popping up everywhere? You know? <laughs> and then I realized that he was like, like, was he a current former bachelor? And then I realized it was like years ago, 2016. I was like, how is he still around? Like, <laughs> what is this world that you never leave? Yeah, have he you, complains okay, about it, but you he watched, never leaves. <laughs> have you watched Percy Jackson? No. Okay, so there, anyways, quick brief reference. There's, yes. there's this scene where they go into like a Lotus Hotel. It's called like that. And it is enchanted. And every time like you go in, like you lose track of time and like yes. it's supposed to trap you and never leave. <laughs> and I feel that is the perfect metaphor for Nick Bial being Percy Jackson and Bachelor Nation being the Lotus Hotel. Oh and I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, that is, I, I can get that. Jeez, it, it, time really is meaningless here. <laughs> And you do get trapped. <laughs> oh, Nick. Um, sad news. We did a, get a we did get an official breakup announcement for Marissa and Riley. Um, they announced it through People Magazine, I believe. Um, and it's you know the statement's a standard breakup statement, which is fine and great, and I respect them for that. Um, they didn't give us anything particularly, and they just you know ask for you know space but I don't know what are your thoughts yeah uh, I like that they went about it that way it's very much like the Tasia Zach route where it's like we're just going to put a statement so so everyone can stop speculating and speaking for us but not being like the shared posts and lengthy captions mm-hmm. and stories and da 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 and just keeping at least like very much private behind the doors. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything else of like people trying to digging up what like this person is liking, what Riley has reposted, mm-hmm. Marissa's yes. caption and whatnot. Exactly. But mm-hmm. everything else, I think they've kept it like pretty private. I don't think it should either also like take away from them being like one of the like the first successful like black couple getting engaged on mm-hmm. the show. I think mm-hmm. that's still like a very huge milestone mm-hmm. that that we've come to cross. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is very sad because I was like really rooting for them and like their Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. I know, oh. <sighs> but you're so right. It doesn't take away from that like historic moment, and it we got to see, you know, a beautiful relationship unfold on our television screen. And I still consider it a success and we don't know what, you know, what the future will hold. And ultimately we just wish the best for both of them. Um, Exactly. Is she, did she end up moving to New York? Do you know? I felt like she had, but I feel like I saw videos of that, but you know, Hey, New York's not a bad place to be. Exactly. Yeah. You know, a, it's gonna, it's amazing. If you're single, B, they're since you're they're in the same um mm-hmm. city you know if stuff might rekindle or not you know like yeah. the the door is yeah. open yeah it's true I just Hopefully. hope she doesn't go back to Peter <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> wait have you guys already talked about those like do more posts of like Peter and someone else entering you know like some place in New York going out and being like we turned around and we're like no <laughs> one's recognizing us let's leave yeah it was Dale Dale, yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> Which is like funny to me because I feel like he's pretty recognizable. Um, right. I, somebody actually DM'd me this week saying they ran into him in New York and that he's like more stunning than we can even imagine. She was like, I 100% wow. understand why Claire did what she did. And I was like, yeah, now that tracks. <laughs> Meanwhile, my friend ran into Pilot Pete last weekend. Um, I don't know where. 
Uh, but anyways, I was like, you should have not paid attention to him because yeah. he took a he took a photo with him, and I'm like, no, you're defeating the whole purpose. Do not take photos with this man. That would have made it ten times funnier. No, but then I was like, go. you should you should have told him that he should unblock me, <laughs> like deliver that message. He I blocked you. Pete. Yes. Stop. So I can I any pilot Pete news. I have no no idea what's going on with this man. Wild, wild. Yeah, I love that for you. Do you know what co- what meme it was that got you there? Um, I actually know around the time when, and yeah. it's not that I'm being petty. It's just because I have like one just big speculation, and it was oh, right before yeah. the Peter and Kelly breakup, and I think he was trying to like go on a blocking spree just so it wouldn't get too out of control i question yeah. mark um it's a, it's a mystery to me mm-hmm. no that sounds like a lot of things tracks. a lot of things that this man does are a mystery to me so <laughs> <laughs> just being one of them in a very long list <laughs> truly <laughs> oh, i love that for you um <laughs> An Instagram free pilot beat. Oh, I um Tyler blocked me. Tyler Cameron blocked me, and I'm so grateful for that every day because I just don't I don't need him clogging up my feet at all. So. Wear that as a badge of honor. Again. <laughs> I'm so, yeah, so proud of that a, one. That's a, that's a bigger flex to have uh, blocked than pilot Pete. I feel. It was so funny because I also because basically it was because I called him a, a trumper and I like posted more or less like proof or whatever. <laughs> fucking idiot dude <laughs> you're such an idiot okay well <laughs> I went to his book signing I, okay. I have seen Tyler Cameron in real life yeah I bet he's pretty like, hot yeah he and then also like Matt James like skated by like on his booster board so that was like pretty cool but mm. no 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 we exchanged literally like a high then he signed it I was like and he was like what's your name Ariana and thank you thank you and that was it but <laughs> We just exchanged those those four words. Oh my god, it's still kind of wild though. Oh my god. <laughs> then I should have been like, I'm block, I'm block date card pod. Please. <laughs> I'm block. Oh my god. So um let's get into this uh shit show of an episode. Are you liking this season so far? Okay, this is my overview I was defending the first two episodes because I found them genuinely entertaining Mm because I needed some type of shit show to go down after like a lot of lovey-dovey good romantic right yeah Michelle's season was absolutely perfect exactly so it was like my love tank is full that I'm ready to go back to the hot mess yeah so a, the cast seems messy enough for that, but just just this previous episode, it was a little bit of a snooze fest, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's a little predictable to me, so I think that's probably what yeah. I think they were just dragging out a lot of things that should have been, you know, like wrapped up pretty quickly. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, we didn't even get like a second row ceremony at the end and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but with no cliffhanger whatsoever. So I mm-hmm. think that. And, and the recycled dates, which we can get into afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, think those were, sure. like, the biggest, like, things that kind of turned me off about the episode. Yeah, these recycled dates. Yeah, we'll get into it. Um, so we start up with a continuation of last week, which basically, um, or the week before, which was that um, Sierra told Clayton that 
Cassidy has a friends with benefits at home that she was recently FaceTiming with before she did came onto the show and that they're going to do nasty stuff to each other. I want to know what that is. And Clayton went to Jesse to ask if he can take the rose back. And Jesse acted like he didn't know shit about shit, but you've been there <laughs> and you also are the host now. So you better fucking start making t- some decisions buddy his stunned face i was like oh man like that is that is a paid actor's face you know <laughs> what? I, what i don't know you know like, you should do what you blink, want jesse <laughs> blink yeah. his big ass eyes um so he's like do what you want um i don't care <laughs> there are no rules and Clayton basically takes her so we get a bunch of scenes of her of course being like what is he gonna do I have the rose um you know he loves me basically (laughs) um he takes her upstairs uh to um I guess this yeah the bathroom first they talk outside yeah first they talk outside and Mm -hmm. she was like I already know what you're gonna say oh yes which she didn't (laughs) I'm like, man, what what did you think he was gonna say? Like, what do you think? What do you, what do you actually think that she thought? I mean, I think she was like, like trying to figure that out with this other girl, and she was like, oh, why is this girl coming for me? Mm. Uh, coming at me, and like, I'm like clearly a front runner, and mm-hmm. like, there's nothing that can happen to me. So I think it was gonna be more of like the girls are, you know, ganging up against me, yes. and not about particular allegations yeah more more in line of what like Shanae ended up doing you know like oh so and so is bullying me and then try to like you know deny that but oh girl like she she messed up (laughs) I think that she was thinking he was going to tell her about um how he doesn't like to wear condoms and (laughs) (laughs) she's like Trust me, Clayton. I know. I've been on TikTok. <laughs> I know what you're going to say to me. <laughs> I know you want to be part of a throuple with my friends with benefits. And by all means, like I can bring him over to Fantasy Suites, if not earlier. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know now so I can start the planning. Yeah. Um, no, but he's like, you know, I found out this. Uh anything about this and and what do you have to say for herself and I absolutely love I like Cassidy in a lot of ways she's kind of an unhinged bitch but she's very relatable and she's like well I haven't had a relationship with a guy since 2019 and I'm like girl same and I'm proud of you (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean she was by far like an entertaining quote-unquote villain and I am just extremely sad that this revelation came out in only episode three I would have dragged out Cassidy out for longer it's like producers definitely know about this they could have keep kept it like hush hush you know yeah they could have been like Sarah don't do this more entertaining yeah seeing someone that's so like aggressively in the chemistry side with Clayton and then just being you know Mm -hmm. kind of Mm -hmm. like funny on the itms mm-hmm. and whatnot more less less of a more of a personality than shanae definitely yes 100 yes, mm-hmm. well said um he does eventually send her home i did notice this and i wondered if you noticed this both this time and with claire the woman who said she didn't like him 
Mm-hmm. Um, both times when he like officially says like, I'm going to send you home. They don't show us that scene. They just show them like talking and then they show them walking them out. And I just find that interesting. They always show the like, okay, well, I am going to walk you out. Like, I think you need to leave kind of thing. And I th- I don't know why they're doing it like this. Yeah. I mean, this was a very like odd timing in general. Cause she was like, I haven't even packed. And then he <laughs> sent her out and it's like, what is she going to do? Or go around in circles and then come back in the middle of the night to take her stuff away. Like, what did you think of that? Yeah, that's so true. I didn't even think about that. You're right. She was like, I didn't pack at all. Yeah, I bet you that's it. I mean, because the producers are worked overworked as well. They're not packing her bags for her. Yeah, where's where's bachelor interns to do that, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, basically, that's it. He sends her home and then he's like, okay, I'm going to give out roses. He gives out a bunch of roses. Um, Eliza gets the first rose, which I thought was really cute. And then he unfortunately sends home Tessa and C and Kate, three of which I really just liked. I mean, because they're normal. I feel like I was like, these three women are normal. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure like about Kate, just because she works like in the Oppenheim group, which is Ooh. the same, yeah, real estate company for selling sunset. So she's definitely been like, I guess, like peripheral to the reality TV world for a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> so I want to know like how like normal her life is. I, I mean, completely just judging by her work period. <laughs> yeah, but that's but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, she was, she was delivering some really good one-liners yeah. though um, during that night, like, especially like about the Cassidy, com- Cassidy commentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. She just, I, I really thought she was pretty. She was like, when I first looked at the cast, um, of the white women that were blonde I was like she's pretty because I usually don't like the blondes um that's interesting fascinating well good for her she'll probably be on another show um <laughs> good for her Selling sunset. yeah exactly uh so we will go on to now the group date group therapy fuckery that is this recycled date that they did from Katie's season um on this group date we have Serene Susie Eliza Mara Melina Hunter Genevieve and Jill um they write okay I'll give I'll give the show credit they fixed one thing since the last time they did this date and that was they replaced it with Caitlin instead of Nick (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) <laughs> I totally agree with you uh but I thought we were just leaving those like quarantine dates back in the COVID seasons you know back in like Quinta mm-hmm. back in like um Nima Colin mm-hmm. and all the other places that I don't remember anymore mm-hmm. because honestly they all started looking the same at one mm-hmm. point but exactly I think Caitlin definitely had a little bit more of a sensitive touch to the entire mm-hmm. situation Whereas, yeah, like the Nick one was kind of weird. I mean, I think he definitely was there just to move the plot forward and mm-hmm. get like the Thomas wanting to be Bachelor mm-hmm. storyline mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. So true. God, could you imagine Nick being at this one? God, ugh. maybe that's why they did it just specifically because they knew that they had a room full of women. And they were going to ask him this question. And obviously some of the answers were probably going to be pretty sensitive. And, you know, we didn't need fucking Vial mumbling his way through. Oh, that's cool. Very good. Okay. Jesus Christ. If you ever felt like this way. 
that's too loud for the listeners. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Christ. Um, so yeah. Okay. This is, I get why they're doing it. It all makes sense to me. Um, it's just, it's hard to watch. I don't enjoy it. Yeah, it definitely, I think internally as a group dynamic, it definitely feel, I think it does something for the contestants in the show, but like as a viewer, I don't know, like there's different ways they can do this, you know, like, yeah, I don't know, like maybe like before, like it doesn't even have to be aired, you know, like even before like the show begins or this or that, but definitely like there are other dates that they could, you know, plan Mm -hmm. out. And still try to get like that emotional side out of yeah. the people, out of the contestants, if that's what they're looking for. But yeah, it just seems uh, very low budge, very, you know, like stuck pretty much in like 2020 vibes. But also like, yeah, I think some if some things that they want to keep private and maybe just talk it out with Clinton and they're not ready to share with other girls, for instance, like mm-hmm. that, you know, that is definitely putting them like under a pressure cooker, which is what this entire show is about. Mm-hmm. Um but anyways, you know, like, I don't know, I'm not a big fan of this state. And it's mm-hmm. not like that big of, you know, like an entertainment factor in of itself. No, it isn't. It just is ultimately them trying to, I mean, if, if we take them at their face value, they're just trying to like get them to all get to know each other more Clay- with Clay- Clayton. But it's just like, oh, it's just, ex- you know, exploiting things. And um, I will say they did do a proper trigger warning. Um, yeah before it was a vague one rather it's like it's not fully proper but pretty good for them um I will give them credit on that to an extent but um you know basically it's like have you ever you know is there something you don't like about yourself everyone stands up and then they have everyone speak to that um Serene talks about having body image issues um which is are valid and I have no um you know i a lot of people, you know, resonate with that. And I think that's important. Exactly. And also tying it to the food aspect. I feel, yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of people like, especially like women, like resonated with that. Yeah. Um, you know, Hunter talks about an abusive boyfriend that she had who, um, cheated on her, but made her feel like she wasn't worthy. And she, I mean, broke my heart. So she tried to dye her hair and got contacts to change how she looked. Yeah. I was, I was so shocked because at the beginning, like she was doing some a few ITMs. Then my friends and I were like, "Wait, who is she? I don't think we like did she just show up this season, like this episode?" And then yeah, she had like this very huge, you know, like important part in this uh, part of the group date. So yeah. it was heartbreaking to hear, you know, like having to adjust your own personal standards. I mean, like I was born with this hair. Like, do you want me to change it for you? And then I think he ended up cheating on her. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was just really heartbreaking. It was. And, and then, oh God. I might get it wrong, but is she also like a mom? Oh, or... I don't recall. I don't know. Damn. There has to probably be a mom on the season. There always is one. <laughs> uh, maybe not. I might be getting her confused with someone. Because I know Claire, the one that like booted out the first episode yeah, was. was. And mom. I know there was a second one. Uh, but okay, okay no, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, still sad. Um, Marlena talks about racism and being, you know, treated differently and, and bullied in her life. Um, yeah. And then she really boldly also says that she wasn't planning on bringing that up with Clayton because she didn't think it would she would feel comfortable doing that. Um, and I applaud her for both both thoughts. You know, um, I respect people who don't want to talk about things that they know might 
not go well. Like it's a safety and like emotional safety thing. And uh, Clayton says that he appreciates it and that, yeah, she's free to talk about whatever she needs to, because he likes her and and wants to be there for her and also wants to learn and grow and be a good person. So yeah, I think that was, I guess like the most important one to take away from this. Like, Oh, sorry. You froze yeah, I know. Yeah, are you here now? <laughs> of yeah, course, the I'm right back. important thing when you said something amazing. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. I was just saying, like, probably, like, really good that she brought that up and kind of had a, a, she felt comfortable enough to mm-hmm. bring that up, like, in mm-hmm. that space. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's, like, it's an important part of our relationship, let alone, like, yeah. your own part of yourself and your upbringings and all of those aspects. So, the and, I mean, obviously, Clayton responded positively, but I was, just like I felt really proud for for mm-hmm. her for you know just like addressing that in that yeah. room and advocating for herself in any ways that she needed to which is so good um we don't hear what Jill says I'd like to think it's that she was bullied because she liked yeah. Twilight because <laughs> she's a Twilight fan right yeah also. yeah big one wow yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you know, neighbor, that is a heavy cross to bear, like being a twi hard people really, you know, <laughs> treat you differently. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it was either that or the fact that she like brought the ashes of her boyfriend up with like the limo exits. That's the only thing that I can think of her, man. Now that and Twilight. Um, yeah, she she's definitely one of those like Collins or <laughs> one of those other smaller covens that show up in breaking dawn <laughs> exactly she's yeah she's from like um somewhere in europe i love it <laughs> um and then we we finally get um clayton talking about his own body image issues as well which was you know a vulnerable thing for him to bring up and i you know again like i you know don't i support him talking about that and feeling good to advocate for himself about that i i do ultimately I'm quite frustrated, of course, by the franchise as a whole. Um, I have no commentary on these individuals bringing up their valid experiences. And I feel like they did it also in a respectful way. Um, It's just that the show fucking pisses me the fuck off. Like they want to get praise for these kinds of moments and yet have refused to ever have any resemblance of body diversity on this show. Um, and they do nothing to change that. <clears throat> they don't cast leads that often that are open to dating body diversity and to dating fat people. And when they do, they do nothing about it because there has been people have been leads that have been vocal about that. Um, and it's just frankly frustrating. And um, I'm just, I'm just so <laughs> I, it's very yeah. It's It's almost as if it's like, it's okay to talk about this like body positivity issue as long as you're still within that size zero to four range. And that's a huge, huge, huge problem within even just the body diversity world. And, and and again, it's like, it's, it's totally fine that people have, you know, experiences themselves that they, you know, that have been traumatic to them, but like, yeah, the show, the show is telling us that we can only be happy for these individuals because they are um, a certain body type. And it's just yeah. beyond frustrating. And and then, you know, it's just exploiting it, too. And it is it is triggering. I mean, they put up a fucking trigger warning for it because it is 
triggering yet they've done nothing to change it and people have talked about being bullied from the show and it's just it's very frustrating and I yeah but anyway I guess all that to say did you did you see that I, I don't know if it was a TikTok or something like circling around Instagram yeah. might have been both yeah. like of that girl that got reached out by casting yeah. and then you know kind of go ghosted for literally like how her body size it's so frustrating yeah um I believe her you know um exactly she's like still, I don't know if you ever got you know, fact checked or not but it's something that definitely sounds like ABC would do mm-hmm. yeah um it's really really beyond like mm-hmm. it it just like 20 years you know <laughs> and mm-hmm. fat people exist fat people watch their show fat people are beautiful and they deserve love and the time is basically up for this and I'm really um hoping to see change in the next year and I'm gonna work on that with a team of people um I'm not gonna you know talk about all the stuff yet but just oh I like that teaser I like that stay, teaser. Yeah. stay tuned to this space for you know a project that's happening with a lot of wonderful people that were just yeah anyway just stay tuned um so the show can eat a bunch of eggs and choke on them um god I fucking hate this show sometimes okay so <laughs> um they fucking of course immediately go into let's uh let's put Clayton <laughs> in a potentially triggering situation and do this stripped down scavenger hunt. Right. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. It's like night and days. Like, didn't you just hear what this man told you like a day ago? It's, it, it's right there it's like why why like why do you even do this at this point like also another recycled date it's like you had plenty of things to choose from and you choose like the one thing that we have already seen last season it is very fresh off of my, our minds he also did something very similar with michelle but of course i'm talking about rodney who yeah, again yeah. we were robbed of as yeah. the true underdog but yeah. still i mean like it's also like not like and, and also doing it in a public fashion like it's not even in the confinements of the mansion the, uh, like a hotel or yeah. facility but literally like out outdoors and out and about with a lot of people watching it's horrible truly this like this man I don't want to feel bad for <laughs> a man like Clayton but like I do <laughs> it's just it's so weird and there was just literally a million other dates you can do literally a million other ones and they it just makes me think they did it on purpose i just i absolutely um I'm very is it is it, it almost as if they are trying to find like the vulnerabilities of this guy mm-hmm. and then just use it to you know like chip away mm-hmm. his armor like slowly because like they, someone must have written down you know like clayton um body conscious got over it working mm-hmm. on it working mm-hmm. on himself and then mm-hmm. they're like i know what they were gonna mm-hmm. give this man the next day yeah. it's like mm-hmm. like no no wonder why he's so broken in all exactly. of the promos that we're seeing <laughs> this man is broken because of the production <laughs> exactly you guys did this to him um fuck so the only good thing i see from this day is that they were in fact running in the same area that the free Britney rally was in that I attended. I sat at the tables that were behind them as they were running around. And then I met Rachel Lindsay. So you walked there. So Clayton could run <laughs> naked <laughs> and afraid. 
pianos. Like, that's going to be the fucking title of this episode. I swear <laughs> to God. Um, so good. Uh, so yeah, I, it's everything's connected. Free Britney. <laughs> um, so then we get to the shrimp gate. Shrimp great. Why did they dedicate this much time to talk about shrimp? I need like a word count on shrimp at this point. I know Bachelor Data did kind of like a pie chart of how many um, Shade took versus how many there were for like the entire household. Hilarious. I know. Okay. So here's the thing. Elizabeth says that she's going to make shrimp for everyone. And I'm like, how is that even possible? Uh, There's like 20 women and you would like need an obscene amount of shrimp to feed that many exactly. people exactly it was already a very small portion no wonder these girls are so slim it's like what are you eating like are you sharing a tail among like two people <laughs> like it was a miniature size no wonder Shanae was hungry like they're probably starving in that house yeah. you know and literally eight shrimp is the adequate and perfect amount of shrimp that is what I make Starving myself yeah. the CDC recommends for you to serve yourself a shrimp <laughs> with butter and garlic exactly um it's just that I, I we are led to believe that they're the last eight shrimp that she did so that's unfair but uh I do respect her getting her portion size um <laughs> and yeah, you know, also I found it very funny that like everyone's like assholes are just out apparently because there's like black boxes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone doing like a little spa with a few cucumbers on their eyes. Um, you know, like people working out by the poolside and then shrimp. <laughs> shrimp. Oh my god, it's gonna be uh scallop fingers all over again. Um, right oh my god yeah. like we, this, that's definitely got her be like her paradise intro mm-hmm. I feel yeah yeah because mm-hmm. then also she cooked some like she did her mm-hmm. own batch of shrimp mm-hmm. and how and then offered it to the girls and then she was like oh yeah yeah I gave it to girls and they, they wouldn't look at, look at my way twice and she was like very offended that nobody was kind of like interacting with her and I was like but yeah but he also gave it to them and walked away it's like you're almost like setting yourself up for failure understand that you want to like prove that anyone can do shrimp and it's not just elizabeth being like the sweetheart of the house but it was just why why is it revolving around shrimp why can't i be cookies you know why can't i be something like what is the shrimp budget for this show absolutely it's an expensive piece of fish right And, and then like yeah it's just it was just weird it's very strange. Very strange. Um, so we get to the Sarah's nighttime portion of that. Uh, by the way, Sarah was the one who was on the day with Clayton earlier Correct, yeah. in the daytime. Um, <laughs> and before we get into like the what she talks about in her little um portion of it, I wanted to also mention that they go to the Van Gogh art exhibit. And who else yes. went to that Van Gogh art exhibit but one Miss Brittany Spears? Uh, so yes. And also like I did the math, it was all around the same time because like, obviously that was, that's a traveling show. So like um, it was all around the same time, everybody. And so one of it, those day producers might be a Britney fan. They that's just got, like saying. mood board wherever Britney has been in the last 24 hours. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. One of the producers is absolutely a free Britney advocate. Um, So yeah, yep. I just want to, I was, I was genuinely impressed by the venue though yes. like I've seen it myself 
the exhibition was like a, a, a solid it was okay uh-huh. but then like using it for like repurposing for a day I was like that would be like so cool actually yeah like, probably one of the prettier areas they could do a date well mm-hmm. at least in LA um yeah no it was very pretty um they have their nighttime portion we find out that uh Sarah was adopted um by a white family um she is um did you catch she listed a couple of things that she yeah I think she said three places mm-hmm. um I don't I don't want to get them wrong right, I, I know. think it was, it was um maybe Vietnamese yeah mm-hmm. Irish and French maybe yeah. it was it was like three yeah um and her parents were really young when they uh, um gave her up for adoption and um her you know uh feelings about it have been that she's had to overcome you know feelings of feeling like a you know second choice or not exactly. you know mm-hmm. wanted and that that's just heartbreaking and I'm really I'm sad for <laughs> anyone who has to go through that you know yeah absolutely yeah um and yeah and Clayton just says that she's really brave and that he likes her I don't he's not very good at these scenes <laughs> no you know what and also I think it was like they came off of a very awkward date so having mm-hmm. to ease into this more like serious I'm okay so I'm gonna let you know a little bit more about like myself and let you in um I mean she did like a really good like transition just mm-hmm. to talk about like opening up about exactly her past her upbringing her family dynamic and all of that mm-hmm. um but yeah, like sometimes, and I don't know if this is how they're cutting it because I know like the show is famously known for like taking away like bachelor's personalities, oh, right. but it almost even, it almost even sounded like he was just like listening to respond and not yeah. just like to like listening to like hear out fully what she was saying. Mm-hmm. Cause it was very much like, Oh, thank you for sharing this with me. You're right. Like a very generic yeah. response. And I, at that moment, I just like wanted to give her, her a massive hug. Yeah. Certainly. And I actually, as soon as I said it, I was like, wait a second. He's actually pretty good at, he's been pretty good about moments like this. Like obviously earlier in that therapy day, he was, I thought he did oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did great. Exactly. Absolutely mm-hmm. good. Um, and, and I think you're right. Like he was just clearly doing active listening and didn't really want to like, uh, take it from her, which I thought was like, that is actually the correct way to do it. So, um, I think I'm just a hater. So <laughs> Everyone knows this. <laughs> um, so then we get to the Baywatch date. Um, so yeah, <laughs> oh my God, this is such a so silly. that was such a random day. Oh, by the way, Sarah gets the rose. Oh yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, yes. but yeah, Baywatch date. Um, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely the funner third of the episode mm-hmm. uh, but also very like fed through it was just like the entire the entire date had passed mm-hmm. and I I was like what did they do exactly you know no I I my notes for it are pretty like um what uh it wasn't like bad or whatever but it was just so because it looked like they did a ton of stuff and then mm-hmm. they just aired themselves like putting on sunscreen mm-hmm. doing like some sexy cpr which was completely random and then just like do- doing a slow-mo run and i'm like where is the 
struggle on, like on the on the tag at the <laughs> end of them trying to rescue the <laughs> the mannequin or like the dummy the dummy CPR um doll I don't know what you call it it was like that would have been funny to watch it was you know so funny they always take out that funny stuff it's so silly that they don't realize like that's what we all we want that and I think that mm-hmm. you can still incorporate that in other things like in the drama and whatever but they just takes too much time doing other shit and then they cut out that it's so silly it shows so much personality to the people and it really makes us feel more connected to the show and to the contestants you know <sighs> Yeah, like especially like kind of like the the slow mo part. They definitely put it in just so people could keep talking about Shane and like mm-hmm. tri- you know, like uh, for it to just uh, lead on to the night and mm-hmm. things like that. But there, I mean, you could have cut off like a scene of shrimp to <laughs> put on, you know, like a funny Baywatch moment. But you know, <laughs> that's a good point. They, exactly. they do their job. They do their jobs. They do their jobs somehow. That's and then sure. we complain about it. <laughs> it is a very symbiotic relationship, I feel. Exactly. <laughs> so, yes. Elizabeth it it and feeds Shane. the loop. Exactly. It is a very much. We're like, okay. Um, Shanae and Elizabeth do the slow run thing. And Elizabeth does um, a hooju and jumps into his arms. And then um, Shanae does as well. But then she makes out with him for like 20 minutes in front of everybody. And it's just unnecessary but that's the whole point <laughs> do you think they do you think it was actually that long or did they cut it out to appear that way i think they cut it out to make it look that way. yeah i do think that they i mean the yeah. kiss probably went yeah how long can a kiss really last right in that scenario and exactly. <laughs> <In> that hooju <laughs> exactly. or jump pog like you know, bachelor lights calling it i was like my god they are so the juhu the juhu <laughs> they really want to fuck with gore it's very funny to me exactly <laughs> yeah um, at this point i know it's intentional like it there's is. no way it's not it absolutely is i know producers that know of the show it's fine it's it's intentional and i think again that's probably a symbiotic relationship a little bit <laughs> um so then it goes into the nighttime portion and there we you know of course there's lots of moments or whatever but we basically the focus is that Shanae goes to Clayton and tells him that um she is feeling bullied and harassed by Elizabeth and that um and that she's like two-sided and harassing her and just says a bunch of random bullshit that's not true yeah and what's exactly crazy, what was happening last episode right so. exactly and like if anything i'm pretty sure elizabeth like has left her alone other than i guess she just feels like affronted by the shrimp element of it all well like elizabeth's done nothing to her in fact she made shrimp for her to consume the um, fact that she cried saying that to clayton i was like that's impressive girl like, I don't know where those tears are coming from, but, you know, like, she worked some magic just, like, tabling. That made her lie for, like, towards Elizabeth, like, even more credible because she was like, oh, my God, you know, like, the str- you could see the struggle in their face and they cut to an ITM being like, oh, my God, that tear came out of nowhere. And you see, and she also said, like, oh, my God, he believed me. Exactly. I Almost like, I, I am him. good at manipulating. I think she's more obsessed on to on like how good she can be at manipulating the show, The Bachelor, and mm-hmm. 
at whatever cost it is, you know, like she doesn't care if the contestants are the collateral damage mm -hmm. as long as she can navigate everything else according to her needs. Do you think that's like her personality or I don't know. It's just like so blatant and it's so like, uh, does she not know this is being aired? Like, I do think that I think every season there are people who know that they're being manipulated and they either play into it or they don't play into it in whatever varying degrees. And I do think there are some people who do not realize how good the production is manipulating them. And that when they're in the ITM rooms, yep. I think they actually think that sometimes the cameras are not like on them or something. Exactly. I think definitely there's good. It's a degree of like realization after like when you watch back the show and then start seeing being like that. I didn't know that was me or that, mm -hmm. you know, like it's a weird realization being like, that is me, but I didn't know like that could be me, mm -hmm. you know, that too. You're right. So yeah, yeah. You know, it's a very introspective, it's very introspective. I mean, like we've never gone through the show or some, or mm -hmm. anything like that, but you know, like it's being like, okay, these are bits and pieces of my personality that I recognize myself, but everything that's coming off like across the screen, it's like, oh, like you see it and then probably it's like a big yikes or you own up to it being like mm -hmm. haha like I got you all so it's going to be interesting seeing how like she reacts to it because she's I don't been very she's been not saying a single thing right Instagram. exactly uh-huh and I did hear I think her Instagram might have gotten hacked I don't know if that is mm. like a cop-out or anything and that's mm. why she's not on it but and anyway like I don't think she's been you know very active on any social media well, you know, she's, she's been posting like, well, you know, during the last week and stuff with the ADHD, like stuff right. and everything, yeah. she has been posting just normal content acting as if nothing happened. And I did think that was an interesting way to go about and it. She turned off comments in yep. one of, one yeah. of her recent yeah. posts. So yeah. But you know, I, you but, made a good point. I do think that the thing is ultimately in her case, when it comes to the, like the, the shaming of like the ADHD, she should absolutely apologize for that. And I think a lot of that exactly. we are seeing is, a, a, is her personality type. I think that it is important to remember that in general, there are times like that we do see these like villainous moments, like the ones kind of from like that we saw last night are being produced by the, the production. Like they are getting them to bring out the worst parts of themselves. And like, so I can see in some ways if she hadn't done the other parts, She's just probably doing this route where like, I'm just not going to acknowledge it because I know who I am as a person, you know, thing. But at the same time, I also do think that it's like not all the production. Like, I feel like Anna Redman or whatever last season did, in fact, say some really shitty shit about sex workers on her own accord, you know? Exactly. Uh -huh. And even that, it was like, I know it was one other contestant that actually knew that piece of information but because they got eliminated producers were like okay now Anna you say this as if it were you and that's how you know you're like around like the mm -hmm. whole Chicago social circles mm -hmm. but even if it wasn't originally intended for it to her to say that and deliver those news and producers pushed for that storyline it still came out of her mm -hmm. mouth so yeah. she's the one that has to be accountable for it yeah yeah exactly yeah, you have to be yeah. accountable for it. And Shanae is not being, she's not doing any kind of accountability for this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess there's time, but I, it, it's, it's disappointing to see, but yeah. I mean, like, it's one thing to bully someone in tattle, just being like, oh my God, they're being like super mean to me. Right. Or not, like, exactly. ignoring yeah, yeah. Me. And, and then there's like the next year, which is like, obviously 
um, shaming and putting down mental health, especially when someone has been very kind of like clear and transparent and trying to explain it to Shanae and, you know, in like a really like calm, objective way. Mm -hmm. And then for that to get turned down, it was like, at least like take ownership on that. Mm -hmm. But I I don't know if she was trying to double down or just trying to like ignore it and it'll go away. Uh, And a lot of people are like that, just like don't read the comments and it's, they're not there. But, you know, there are moments where you just have to like step it up, own it up. And that will, you know, it might be harder. Mm-hmm. but at the end like you know just it'll right. it'll because you'll be you'll be better off afterwards because that's kind of what I always felt like with a lot of these things that have happened over the years that's Bachelor Nation to ultimately like even like the racism parts or like conservative parts or like other things and like Jamie for example last season you get called out on these things and if you truly believe your character is being taken out of of um mm-hmm. out of what Honestly. context yeah. and you're being aired in a certain way if you truly believe that that is fair and I can go there with you but what I really would like to see is that you to at least just acknowledge what was shown was not okay if you really don't feel mm-hmm. like it wasn't you fine but you you should be like that wasn't me but be in agreement but be exactly like, but, but I that's agree bad that okay. I'm gonna point to what it was that happened and be like that's still bad and that's not who I am exactly you know and exactly. Shanae could be like I'm being manipulated I'm doing all these things and I'm, it's not really who I am but she could be like but doing that is not okay Mm-hmm. yeah and it's like it takes a lot of either like self-awareness reflection mm-hmm. or just like literally someone telling you and being like you know you're right like it takes a certain level of maturity but like when you get called out and being like like being able to admit that you're wrong or that exactly what you're seeing is wrong at least mm-hmm. so yeah oh. yeah I see that oh wait have you seen the tweets of Mike Feist Oh, I, <laughs> I know that was like oh, a very that was God. a very dark turn no it's on topic though go ahead and tell yeah, us what they the are tweets. okay so I actually screenshotted them because I was like I have to talk to Jenna about this mm-hmm. um and he was like is it possible that Shanae is simply misunderstood question mark the bachelor one day ago two hours ago now this might be no this was more like five hours ago by this point mm-hmm. it's like and today we're recording on Thursday. So it's like prediction for hashtag Bachelor Nation. You will fall in love with Shanae during Monday night's episode of hashtag the Bachelor three exclamation marks. And I'm like, what what's going on? <laughs> and if I'm remembering correctly, he also tweeted something like, We're looking out for a new bachelorette. And I think that he's trying to make us think that he that they're gonna make her the bachelorette and i think that he knows that we are smarter than that but i think he's still doing Mm -hmm. it because people are yeah some people are stupid i I think he's toying with it um going back to nick vial though he did he does have some like whenever he's revealing a producer's scoop he doesn't reveal much but he's always like super cocky being like i heard this and this is what i know that they know and it was like they already know who they want to choose it's like it's not a like they no but they basically cast around the idea that they knew who they were going to be picking from this season mm-hmm. which might not always be the case I mean like it was very evident like for Matt James for instance and mm-hmm. um, Clayton where they had to manufacture a complete like, storyline for him and kids uh, for us to you know like give him mm-hmm. a chance mm-hmm. but yeah apparently like I really don't think it's change- like I want to hear like who you think it's gonna be I know. but I, I don't change. know yet I'm not spoiled but I I don't know quite yet I mean I think like Susie's a good example or mm-hmm very typical like cookie cutter 
that yeah. trait motto I feel mm-hmm. I know what I want yeah but I never get what I want so. <laughs> exactly <laughs> who's that um I think Gabby stood out too like she would be hilarious yeah um yeah Gabby would be she she's really been like popcorning like a bunch of personality yeah. all, all across like the the last few episodes I mean again it would be awesome having someone I think like Serene was very much like Michelle and mm-hmm. we would get a very similar season mm-hmm. to what we just got which was mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful right but if we were to go again more like the Hannah B mm-hmm. Hannah B unhinged route mm-hmm. uh, I think Gabby could like step up to the plate pretty well yeah yeah 100% mm-hmm. yeah and I and think producers love her right I think you Genevieve has a, a personality but I think she's going to become like a kind of like a, a a too a too a too fiery contestant or something you know I think they just wouldn't make her the the, the lead um in the same way that they would with like a Susie or a Gabby um mm-hmm. god I interesting fascinating yeah um well we shall see um but yeah it's not absolutely not going to be Shanae and Mike Flies needs to <laughs> sit several seats down um he's such an absolute asshole <laughs> yeah I mean everything that you read from him like literally take it with a grain of salt I mean didn't he spoil the only like bachelor announcement himself it's like this man is lit- it, he is a loose cannon that's the he's- definition of who he is yeah I'm pretty sure he's very high on a lot of drugs um mm-hmm. if you've watched uh unreal the character in that show that is based off of mike fleiss is a fucking no. like alcoholic cokehead. i've been dying to watch i keep forgetting yeah, i keep I know, forgetting right? about watch, watching watching that, that show because i heard it so much it's like all like behind the scenes producers type, yeah. like how they function you know like yeah. um how like exactly how the sausage gets made for and it's reality written shows, by right? an ex-producer of the show oh wow yeah yeah, like somebody from like forever oh, ago wrote it. Fascinating. Yeah, so it's okay. like re- it's like real. Like it's you know like <laughs> is she is she has gone on interviews as real like, as I've exaggerated get. things and I make it I make it so it's a good dramatic show and I've exaggerated stuff but like it's a lot of it's you know believable for how the and show that's, is. Done. Is that Hulu? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that Hulu? Oh. Wait, that's so interesting. How who's like willing to air, you know, like Bachelor mm-hmm. and have like your contract with that, mm-hmm. and then literally share the other side of the darker side of the story, which mm-hmm. is unreal. Yeah, I think um she waited till an oh. NDA was up, and then she did that. And Harrison was famously interviewed about it once, and he like did a total company man line of just like, oh, we just you know it's a great show. We we wish her the best of luck. Like didn't like didn't you know <laughs> I, wow. I want to know like, what she would say very much now. like the fucking I know oh my god I fucking hate that man but I do wish that he one day will literally unload all of the receipts right because we know he has so much nine million worth of receipts yeah or however much he was paid <laughs> but <laughs> they're there hiding under the stashes and like <laughs> of amounts of cash that he was given 
each each receipt was it printed as a new dollar bill <laughs> exactly <laughs> it was a fair trade you know that's what you know <laughs> and you know I don't blame either of them um ultimately <laughs> so yeah um Gabby our girl gets the group date rose she's awesome um and Shanae is like I wish Clayton would send home all the mean girls so I can just have fun I'm like you're the mean girl you are the mean girl. <laughs> you silly, silly goose. Um, and, <laughs> um, in the preview, we get to see that there's more drama with her. And so they, they spoil, they spoil that she does not go home. Exactly, exactly. Like she's throwing around trophies. Um, she is, you know, like yeah. cooking more shrimp. And I'm like, this is daytime. This is way past a rose ceremony, ma'am. Like she's definitely sticking around for at least one more episode. Oh, that's so frustrating. Danica yeah. was saying this, like on I think in one of our last episodes was saying, like, it's just like we get it, these villain edits, blah, 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 all this shit that's happening. But like at least show Clayton like liking her. And we have there's zero chemistry between these people. Exactly. Like the only thing, the only time we've seen them like kissing is like when she's literally like mocking him on the beach, you know, like trying to make out in front of the all, all like all of the other girls. And it was mm-hmm. clearly just to make them jealous. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Like, and every time she has a chance to talk to him, it's like, oh, you listen to it. And yeah, so, it's just, so yeah, it's, like so it's, it's not like a Corinne Olympios type yes, of vibe exactly. where, you know, you know, the lead us into them or at least they're having fun around them. Right. Or like, like Cassidy, for example, like I think he liked Cassidy, you know. Exactly. Uh-huh. Ex- yeah. Exactly. And that's an interesting choice by the producers being like, we'll sacrifice Cassidy and we'll let, let like Shanae shine. But it's mm-hmm. like, even from an entertainment standpoint, like Cassidy was the better villain. Yeah. So I really don't understand. She would have very much continued to have a lot of problems with the women in the house. You know, like right. it would have just a, like ended with the, the fuck buddy thing. It would have uh, absolutely uh, continued exactly. into like, you know, other shit. So it's like just because Shanae has a really set in stone drama, you know, line with it's eh, that's a very interesting choice. Well, if mm-hmm. any producers are listening, you guys fucked up. Yep. <laughs> Jenna, there there is this alternate universe where they both get um invited to the two on one. That mm-hmm. would have been kind of historic, like two villains like valid battling it out, like mm-hmm. villain versus villain. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we've ever seen that, or at least not I'm not I'm honestly not sure, but I would have died to see that happen. No, we really haven't. There's always a good person. <laughs> Um, in those two on ones, and I do, you know, famously we haven't had one for a little while, and I exactly. think they're going to bring it back. I do think they're going to mm-hmm. bring it back this season, it's and that's going to be fun. <laughs> one of was one of the last ones. I guess it was like Matt James, Justenia, and MJ. But then for uh, in the Bachelorette, we also had like Noah and bennett yeah but and those I think weren't that like was really kind of, true yeah exactly they, yeah they were pre-roast ceremony two-on-one yeah, it was weren't. like yeah exactly they weren't even two-on-ones for real so and they yeah, didn't so peter hunt. yeah and i don't think peter had one and then i could be wrong on the hannah Br- no uh yeah i could i don't i don't quite remember hannah's if she if she had one or not hannah i don't had a 
famous three on one. Which yeah, exactly. Was to okay. die for. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So good. So, yeah. Well, we'll see. I definitely think it's coming back. So, um, that is our episode of The Bachelor. Woo. Oh, <laughs> we made it. We made it. Thank God to you. This is when, because you, you're right. The episode was so blah and like just basic and so obvious. Yeah, I don't even remember like how it fully ended. Was it just like Shanae? Yeah, just being like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna, like, that, I, that was abrupt. <laughs> yeah, I know. I really, I think she really was just like, I hope he sent on the mean girl so I can be good. And then they were like, next week on The Bachelor. Um, <clears throat> to be continued it's like hmm, okay <laughs> we and then spoil it for us and let us know she stays <laughs> exactly it's like what sometimes these choices are very odd mm-hmm. but anything that um you notice that called out to you from the promo for next week i i guess i as much as we were just saying that cassidy would be the better villain villain i think you know I guess I do want to see the trophy throwing moment because it will just make Shanae look worse. And I guess I kind of want her to, I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, that's the thing. I'm such an evil person. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, no one should be getting death threats or harassed online, but I, you know, I guess there's a satisfying part of seeing somebody continue to show who they are, you know, um, when they're in this situation. So I guess I'm kind of excited to see that. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing just more, more of the women, to be honest. I mean, that's the reason we watched the bachelor version, I think is the women. Um, the season is, you know, it is what it is. I have mixed reviews on it. I think I like Clayton more than I did when I started, but I still am angry. And I still think that there could have been a better choice. And if they had to pick a white man, I really think like Rick or, um daddy michael would have been a better choice um right if they yeah. had to go back to white um so you know it is what it is but i am i'm not I, I hate using the word like excited but i i anticipate the you know later episodes where things get really bananas and we see this man get broken and we see <laughs> the fantasy suite stuff and you know figure out what is actually happening with the edit on the previous because it's still un- unknown you know to be determined yeah we have yeah, they have to keep showing that scene and they have to be hunting in like different women like yeah. if for people who like Absolutely. don't know it's just like that part where he's like confessing to all of them, all three women, I was intimate with mm-hmm. both of you or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they keep cutting off to different women. So we don't know mm-hmm. who's the real one, who's the imposter. And, but, they, and they have done things in yeah. the past where they will change people's nail polish, nail polish color. They will change things. So like, absolutely do not believe what you're seeing. Yeah. If they you think like paint they're in the same area, sometimes. yeah, they'll fucking change the outfit color. Like they will do shit. It's not... <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, I mean, that is very long way to come. And I was surprised they weren't teasing us, like teasing that um, this last episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, now Mike Fleiss has been teasing us about Shanae and how we will just see why she is misunderstood. So I'm just very curious about yeah. that on Monday, but that was very odd. Yeah. Do you have, yeah, I... Gosh, do you have a prediction? No predictions. That? Literally okay. no predictions. Yeah, exactly. It's how just could, like, how could anyone decipher the just ramblings of a madman? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so you're, are you kind of like excited as well for like 
the next couple episodes, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I'm gonna keep watching, of course, like, I, the, what I love the most about, like, watching The Bachelor, and this really comes, like, it really, um, applies to all shows and all seasons, Mm -hmm. it's just, like, looking at the content, looking at Twitter, Mm -hmm. you know, like, talking to people about it, looking Mm -hmm. at the TikTok, um, and then, like, listening to hours and hours of podcasts mm-hmm. afterwards, especially, mm-hmm. like, on, like, my fun, silly walks that I take. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's what makes, like, the show, like, worthwhile, no matter how, like, good or bad the content is. I, there are yeah. people who definitely, like, put their own spin on it afterwards. So, Fully. yeah, I think that is that is that is the best part of it it's like this, this episode, for instance, which wasn't kind of, like, one of its sharpest ones, but, again all the peripheral content is there to enjoy. God, that's really well said. I, yeah, I think that is what also really keeps a lot of people coming back when lately it has been such a slog with, you know, Mm -hmm. so many seasons and them being bubble seasons and things like that. It's like, that's not what's keeping me. It is the commentary that is always like so witty and, you know, funny and, and, you know, calling out things and just also having fun and being silly and, yeah, it's truly, it's truly what keeps us here. I feel like, <laughs> so yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Here for another season. Like exactly. I honestly, and it's the, it's so weird. Like you get like sucked in and I'm like, when, when is this going to end? Like, am I ever going to take a break? And I don't see myself taking a break anytime soon, which honestly seems problematic, you know? <laughs> no, for sure. I, yeah, I've, this show has ruined my life in a lot of ways. I lost a friend last year. <laughs> I had to move because of the show. It was it's ruined my life in some ways, but it's also made yeah. my life so much better with the people I've met and the friendships I've made. Like, I mean, the real bachelors, the friendships we've made along the way, truly, truly <laughs> fully. And that includes you. I am so happy that you came on and that you got to do this with me and like that we just got to have such a fun time talking yeah. about this shit show literally thank you so much for bringing me on like it's such a shame that just because Danica couldn't make it yeah. here I, I mean I hope she's having a wonderful birthday and yeah. everything but she's not doing besides ranting about the bachelor but <laughs> if that's what it took for me to come here <laughs> then I'll take it yes we'll have you back on hopefully when she's back as well um yeah if people are not already following you um where can they follow you at so as you mentioned um mainly i'm on instagram and tiktok and it's at bachelor.reality and then on twitter i can occasionally tweet at batch reality so those are kind of like the three the holy trinity over here for me content (laughs) you you make very good and quick memes and your account has blown up i'm so happy for you yeah, I know. And it's it's been really wild on TikTok. I'm trying to put a little bit more effort into that. I know I've been slacking lately, but yeah. I mean, it's like also your your Twilight TikToks. God, I live for them. <laughs> but yeah, Thank you. Um, someone someone at the office recognized my Twitter, my, my TikTok. She was like, I, you keep showing up on my For You page. I have talked to this person like probably twice in my life. And I was like... <laughs> My my social anxiety just like like ramping up at that moment. So it was just like the two of us on an elevator, and I was like, "Oh God, I have to get out of here." Yeah. I was being like, "Oh God, that you enjoy it." Like, what else do I t- tell her? It's like, I'm obsessed. <laughs> like, I cannot do, say that. 
do you find yourself in situations otherwise where people who are not watchers of the show but find out you make content about it and then want your opinion on the things that happen exactly and they're like what do you think about this season and then being like um you know like mispronouncing like names or stuff like that and that's funny because you have like an instinct or like an immediate urge to try to correct them and they're like no no no. let's enjoy this conversation like two civilized human beings and I can enjoy this I can talk you know surface level bachelor content like that is totally fine I'm impressed Um, (laughs) but yeah it is I mean it is a great kind of like side skill to have especially when you're you know like casually talking to co-workers like how's the how's your week going mm-hmm. you know like and are you looking forward to the weekend I'm like oh I'm excited to watch The Bachelor tonight what about you <laughs> I yeah. just cannot not have those conversations where I don't go deep into like the pit like yeah. and just like go into <laughs> like I it's just like really hard <laughs> for me not to <laughs> like my boss is like oh it's <laughs> happening right now who's the lead I'm like well let me tell you his name is Clayton and he was eighth place choice because there was a oh my god and I just like go into like this whole thing and then I'm like 20 minutes later I'm like okay so anyway it goes back to this one time mm-hmm. when Rachel Krakow no anyway <laughs> it's like, people are like I don't <laughs> want this and I'm like okay sorry <laughs> And I, and to be honest, that's what it makes like ha- making some surface level commentary versus this is what makes this type of very, you know, like hour plus long conversations all the more, you know, satisfying yes. because it's like, you know, it happens so, so rarely sometimes that I really enjoy it. Exactly. Uh huh. This has, this has been bottled up for three episodes, you know? <laughs> Oh my God. I love you. Oh, thank you again so much. Thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate you and yeah, everyone make sure you're following her at bachelor.reality. I'll link it all into the episodes and y'all I'm always a mess because Danica's not here keeping me straight and I'm drinking whiskey, but we love you all so much. Thanks for staying with us again for our 10th season of the show and recapping the bachelor, despite my therapist telling me I need to take a break. We'll see you again next week. Love everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to Daycard Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Daycard Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a smile and at Drunk Feminist. Daycard Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye. Bye. Oh, hello. It's me, the ghost who haunts your phone. Just kidding, it's actually me, Avalon, the host of Boohaha, which is a thing that I do, a podcast, if you will, that happens some weeks, not all. Don't wait up, it's fine, we'll call you. Shut up. Anyway, it's about ghosts and tangents. Mostly tangents, if I'm being entirely honest. So join me each and every week-ish as I gather the funniest people I know to a campfire that I build in my living room and then regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googas. Oh, also, it's a comedy podcast, if that wasn't clear from the vibe, you know. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.